Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun today because we're going to be talking about something that I know almost nothing about. I love it when I get to have conversations like that. And this is one of those subjects that I need to know more about. And that's digital advertising, you know, advertising on Facebook, things like that. And so please join me in welcoming Naira Perez to our program today. Welcome, Naira. Thank you. Happy to be here. Great, great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this. So Naira Perez is the founder of Spring Hill Digital and has two decades of marketing experience. She got her start in direct response advertising, building brands on TV before digital was even a thing. Her main areas of expertise include developing digital marketing strategies, identifying customer patterns and behaviors on and offline, and optimizing ROI through generating qualified leads But what she truly loves is to help small and medium companies advertise effectively in social media platforms. So again, Naira, welcome. Thank you. That was a great introduction. Thank you very much. Great, great. I love it. I love it. Well, let's kind of go back just a little bit and tell us how it is that you got into this and discovered that this is your passion. Well, that's an interesting story. Like you mentioned, I actually started in infomercials. Okay. So that's performance-based marketing. Every, I don't know if you know this, but every station that you watch, Mm -hmm. it has a different 800 number depending on the station, but it's the same ad. Right. So So that that way you know they saw it on channel 11 or 240 or whatever. Okay. Yes. Or at least that's how it used to be whenever I was in that industry. Mm -hmm. So every day or every week we would receive how many people called, uh, what did they do Mm -hmm. in whenever they were talking um, Mm -hmm. with the person, the sales representative Mm -hmm. and where they did, where they dropped off Mm -hmm. in in the script. Mm-hmm. Or even if they order, what did they mm-hmm. order? So all of those things we could analyze and then modify our strategies mm-hmm. to match that behavior. Okay. And that was fascinating to me. I'm, I'm actually, by trade, a logistics measure, um, ah, okay. major. So you yeah. love the numbers and things. Yeah, I love the numbers. I love playing with, with different strategies. Mm-hmm. But again, everything based on numbers. Okay. And so um, whenever I found this part of marketing, I was instantly hooked. Okay. It was just real numbers, real mm-hmm. data um, that we could take and make into actionable mm-hmm. strategies. So right. um, then uh, digital took off. And mm-hmm. for me, it was just a natural transition. Mm-hmm. To digital, uh, where we actually got the information right away. We mm-hmm. didn't have to wait a day. We didn't have right. to wait a week. It was instant. Mm-hmm. And um, the algorithm will take care of distributing the clicks, mm-hmm. distributing um, the actions that are being taken. So 
for me, it was just more of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and what I love is that you do get numbers and, and they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, because everybody's budget is limited. Yeah. I don't care if you're, you know, the one person in your, in your mm-hmm. spare bedroom or a gigantic company. I mean, you know, you, and, yeah. and you only have a, a finite number of, of marketing dollars you might mm-hmm. be spreading it through, you know, a variety of different things and you don't want to be wasting it. Um, no. It was interesting. I was talking with somebody the other day about how uh, things were, were changing with things like that. And, you know, when I started doing this, uh, we would buy mailing lists. So say we were going to do a direct mail mm-hmm. campaign, we would buy certain zip codes, you know, and so you'd say, okay, well, we want to hit this, this area here. And that was pretty much all you got, you know, and, yep. and so you, you didn't know, okay, were they renters? Were they, you know, people with kids? Were they seniors? Were they, you know, whatever you just sent and kind of hoped that, out of you know that you get a very small percentage of people that were were you know even interested in it, let alone would would do something. And the cool thing about social advertising is you can get it so finite that yep. you know you know at least you're hitting people who should be interested. Yes, and that's the big part of how I approach advertising. I approach it in the good sense, in the the let's do good, let's mm-hmm. just give ads. To people that may be interested. Right. Because you don't want to waste people's time. No, they get no. mad and they poke those buttons. <laughs> exactly. They get mad and, and your brand suffers if right. you're talking to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. So to be effective, you have to talk to the right person mm-hmm. that is looking for the item that will solve a problem mm-hmm. that you're trying to solve. Mm-hmm. So it is a match. It is mm-hmm. an Social media takes it to the next level because I can see their interest. I can Mm -hmm. see where this new product could actually help Mm -hmm. them in their normal life, in everyday life. Mm -hmm. And I work with a lot of small startups. Um, So we go from small to medium-sized companies. Mm -hmm. And introducing new products that are innovative, Mm -hmm. it is a challenge because the market, the research is there, Mm -hmm. but will people want it? Right. So that's where we come in mm-hmm. and analyze those audiences and make sure that whenever we introduce this product and we make a campaign, mm-hmm. it is talking to the right people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies in their rush to get into digital mm-hmm. forget that step. Right. That's where we are different. Mm-hmm. We will take time to analyze that audience and make mm-hmm. sure that, one, the message is the right message, mm-hmm. but two, we're talking to the right person. Right. You know, and it's tricky because, you know, when you start, say with a Facebook ad, you know, you start working through the process and, and, and it tells you as you're going how many people you could potentially reach. Mm-hmm. And so for most people, they're thinking the more we reach, the better. But again, they're wasting so many things. And so pretty soon, you know, you're down to, and maybe you get down to a hundred people depending yeah. on what you're selling. You know, maybe it's, you know, it might, might be something that uh, say is, is a brick and mortar place. So you're going by zip code, all these various things. But if those hundred are the right hundred, then it's worth it. Yeah. And hundred is a little bit too small. That's a li- in fact, I'm not sure it would let you do a hundred, but no, it won't. a thousand. <laughs> okay. A thousand. <laughs> a thousand is the minimal required, mm-hmm. but, but, See, but I your told point, you I didn't know. <laughs> no, but your point is right on. Your point is very valid and it is all about the quality of the lead. Mm-hmm. If I talk to 200,000 people mm-hmm. about a car 
and mm-hmm. none of those people actually drive, then right. you just wasted a lot mm-hmm. of money. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a strategy for it, which mm-hmm. can get very sophisticated mm-hmm. in talking to people that are not directly related to the product mm-hmm. that you're selling. Right. But that's the basic example, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm talking about a car to 200,000 people that don't even drive, mm-hmm. then that's useless. But if I'm talking to 30,000 people mm-hmm. that drive that actually need a car right now, mm-hmm. And it is a very effective right. way to communicate, even though talking to each person may be more expensive because smaller audiences mm-hmm. tend to be more expensive. Right, right. Um, so, but it is all about that quality of the lead. Mm-hmm. And another part that a lot of brands forget about is you set up an ad, they see it, you're asking them to do something. Mm-hmm. So what happens next? What right. Happens yeah. Next? It's not just see it. You want no. them to do something. Yeah. So exactly. And if they give you their information, if mm-hmm. they raise their hand and said, you know right. what, I'm interested, mm-hmm. then how do you continue that conversation? Mm-hmm. And that is something that also needs to be evaluated in the right. success of your ad. Mm-hmm. It created a one-time deal because mm-hmm. I can drive a lot of traffic that is not quality mm-hmm. traffic. Right. Or Facebook can't through an algorithm. Mm-hmm. I can just say, just mm-hmm. drive people to my website. Right. Um, but it's all about what are they doing when they get mm-hmm. there and can we retarget them? Do we right. need to talk more? Is mm-hmm. this a longer conversation than mm-hmm. what we thought? Right. And it very well uh, could be mm-hmm. a, a very long conversation. Mm-hmm. You need to plan for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, your, your auto thing is, is a great example. So, you know, you drive them to the website because they're thinking, okay, I need to buy a car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but if that's, if that's it, then you've lost them. You know, yeah. you need to be able to, as you said, capture their information. So you mm-hmm. get at least some basic stuff, name, yep. phone number, email, and then you got to follow up because yep. a lot of things like that, they're, they're ready to purchase. I mean, you know, there are some people who research it for six months, but for the most part, they're thinking, you know, I want to buy a car within the next say month. Yeah. And, you know, and so that means that you have to have the ability to make those phone calls, to send those emails, to do whatever it is. And maybe the next step is the email, you know, and, and so that can be automated. You don't have somebody actually picking up a phone and calling until you've got them a little bit more qualified. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's that next step. And if, if the company isn't prepared to do that, then again, you just lost them. And, yeah. and more importantly, they're going to go back to Facebook and they're going to say, I went to... ABC car company and got nothing. Don't waste your time. Exactly. Yeah. Then, you have very little time to make a very good impression. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, you may evaluate the channels. I've heard so many people say, oh, you do Facebook advertising. It doesn't work for me. I'm like, no, you're looking at it wrong. Right. Let's analyze the data mm-hmm. and see if it could work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a client where they have established a funnel and they have different steps mm-hmm. in the customer's journey. Mm-hmm. So whenever you serve them an ad for the first time, it's an education mm-hmm. piece. We're educating you right. into who we are and mm-hmm. how we can solve your needs. Mm-hmm. So once the, the audience has interacted with mm-hmm. that ad, then we serve them another ad, which right. is a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. And then we ask them to convert very gently. Mm-hmm. Guess what? People don't convert in the first ad that we gave them education mm-hmm. for. They have to right. think about it and we have to talk to them mm-hmm. again. Once mm-hmm. we talk to them the second or third mm-hmm. time, actually they convert at mm-hmm. a much higher rate. Right. For every 
person that converts in that first conversation, mm -hmm. six convert in the second conversation. Wow. That's so, a good percentage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So what happens is that if you only look at that first interaction, mm -hmm. then you say, yeah, it's not working. Right. But because you didn't follow up, it's just mm -hmm. like going to a bar and just saying to somebody, I like you, let's get mm -hmm. married. Mm -hmm not going to happen. Right. You're like, go away, please. Exactly. Go now. <laughs> so, but you start a conversation, then you start dating. And guess what? At some point, maybe that person right. wants to marry you mm -hmm. or, or live with you or mm -hmm. whatever your goal right. was. Or they might go, eh, all right. Eh. You know, yeah, but, it could but, happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so you have to evaluate the channel mm -hmm. um, in as a whole. Mm -hmm. And if you had a good, complete strategy, which mm -hmm. is a lot of people do think that they put ads in Facebook mm -hmm. and then let just money rain. And right. it's not like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, you know, they, they, when they're, they're doing it, they're not targeting enough, you know, as, as we mentioned, you know, they're, they're not getting it down close enough, you know, by, by age, by sex, by, by yeah. whatever, um, you know, and, and so again, they're, they're wasting it and they're going, well, you know, this ran for a week and two people clicked. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, or, and then of course you, there is the, the issue of not spending enough. Um, yeah. Now we're not saying this is, you know, million dollar ad purchases. This is not no. Super Bowl advertising folks. Um, you know, you can, you can definitely do this on a budget, but if, you know, that's the other thing Facebook will tell you, you know, how many people have the potential to see it, yeah. um, you know, and, and so I've always, I like that feature. I think that's very cool because then you can go, oh, you know what? I need to bump the budget up. Yes. And, you know, you need to analyze your conversion after mm -hmm. you run an ad mm -hmm. and you have to see, okay, if 10,000 people see it and only a thousand actually click through mm -hmm. and from those thousand, a hundred actually mm -hmm. ask for a demo and one convert, right. does those conversions actually make sense? Mm -hmm. right. And how many people do mm -hmm. you have to work it backwards right. to, mm -hmm. to find out how many people mm -hmm. need to see my ad before I get a conversion mm -hmm. or I get a break even or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. As, as we, you know, as I mentioned in your bio, it's that ROI, you know, if, if one person converts and your profit on that one person is a thousand dollars, well, you don't want to have spent 10,000 on the advertising. Exactly. Yeah. Unless your product is mm -hmm. worth 5 million. Right. Right. <laughs> and yeah. then you're five. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. you're totally Yeah. Fine. Then you can, you can do whatever you want. Um, you know, and, and, but yeah, it's, and then of course it, it, one of the things is, is, you know, we, we've, we've talked about this figuring out who it needs to go to. And I always love it when I talk with people about, you know, their target market, their target audience, their whatever the heck you mm -hmm. want to call it. And you ask them, you know, who are you trying to reach? And they look yeah. at you and they smile sweetly and they say, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Everyone is no. a great answer. No. You know, it's never the right answer. You know, say, you know, back to the car thing. Maybe you're selling Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. you know what? That not everybody in the world is going to buy a Mercedes for a yeah. variety of reasons. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For a variety of reasons. And um, if you are talking, there is such a thing as influencers in your life. And I'm mm -hmm. not talking about influencers in Instagram. Right. A person doesn't make a decision on their own. It's right. not included from the world. Mm -hmm. So they have people that are, that influence them. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you're buying like snow tires. I have mm -hmm. a brand that it's snow tires. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it is not winter. 
which right. is when really snow tires go up, mm-hmm. um, it is summer. You're just researching for the future. Right. Uh, I may ask my, my dad, who lives mm-hmm. in Colorado, mm-hmm. uh, what kind of snow tires mm-hmm. he normally buys right. and does he like them. Mm-hmm. So as a brand, if I am selling snow tires, I'm going to target the person that is buying them, mm-hmm. but also people that live in right. snow-prone areas, mm-hmm. even if they're not driving mm-hmm. right now. Right. Why? Because naturally, a person will look for that mm-hmm. validation from people that live mm-hmm. in snow-prone areas. Right. But my message is different. Mm-hmm. My message cannot be, for your car today, mm-hmm. these snow tires. It right. will be... Because you're like... Yeah. Well, where do you think I live? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, you have to work with who am I talking to? Mm-hmm. Am I talking to the person that is going to make the purchase mm-hmm. or am I talking to the influencer? Right. Right. And so the, the message for the influencer may be more, more gentle. It will mm-hmm. be more of an education piece because right. they may not need protect right your now. loved ones. You know, yeah, whatever. exactly. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, so those are, you can target people that will mm-hmm. not use your product, but mm-hmm. you know they're influencers in their own right. way. So right. that's that's something to to be mindful of. Mm-hmm. And those people will not convert right away. Mm-hmm. They may convert in like two years when they need new right. snow, snow tires. However, those people may influence somebody. And mm-hmm. that is a very delicate mm-hmm. relationship to right. analyze. Mm-hmm. So you need I, an expert for that. I always think about it um, like... Uh, Christmas advertising, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're showing toys and things like that. And so the commercials are aimed at the kids. Yeah. But, and so they're basically the influencer. They're not going to go oh, buy yeah. it. They're, you know, they, they can't, but they're going to go in and they're going to say, mommy, mommy, mommy. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that's, and, and, you know, and, but your advertising to mom might be totally different. So, you know, like your exactly. the commercials on TV might be for the kids. Because the kids are watching TV. So you've got them on, say, yeah. Saturday cartoons. But then for mom, you're going to yeah. advertise on maybe Facebook or Pinterest. And, uh-huh. you know, and, and you're going to be talking about how maybe it's an educational thing for your kids. Or yeah. you know, something like that. So again, it's, it's as you said, it's a different message. Yeah. Yeah, it is a different. And that's such a good example. I'm just going to use it from now you on. You may. You may. <laughs> I'm borrowing it. I may give that's it okay. back. That's okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's a great example of an influencers. And um, even in the schools, mm-hmm. uh, you talk to the kids mm-hmm. so that the kids talk to the, whenever you have, as an example, the dentist, local mm-hmm. dentists come and they offer educational pieces right. on how to take care of your mm-hmm. teeth. Everybody got yeah. a free toothbrush that day. Exactly. So the kids get excited mm-hmm. and then they come to the moms mm-hmm. and or the dads and then that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. The decision maker was mom or dad, right. but the influencer was the kid. Mm-hmm. That's such a good example. Right. Yeah. Because, and it's funny because we think of influencers as, you know, as you said, the, the media type of people. You know, mm-hmm. I always laugh and say Kim Kardashian. Um, you know, but it, it can be sports figures. It can be, you know, whoever. It might be the head of your chamber of commerce, you know, depending yeah. on, on what it is. But it's, it's somebody who kind of is an authority is maybe the, yeah. the way to put it. Um, but, you know, are you really going to buy a children's toy because, say, Kim Kardashian said that her kids use it? 
Well, some will. I mean, there are some that, you know, really yes. will simply because they want to, you know, they, they want to be like Kim, you know, and, and um, which is why, you know, she and her family do a lot of product placement type of things, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, but there are also people who I'm like, I'm sorry, there'd be no way I would buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, that's knowing your market. You know, if, yep. if you're trying to reach, say, grandparents buying something, well, the last thing you're going to want is for, you know, a, a, a true influencer like that to be talking about. Because for one thing, they're just not going to see it. Exactly. Um, exactly. No, it's, it's also, like you very well pointed out, it is about um, where these people hang out. Mm-hmm. Like if, if grandparents mm-hmm. hang out more in Facebook or they hang out even in Instagram, mm-hmm. then that's where I'm going to reach them. Mm-hmm. But if I want to reach the teenage person mm-hmm. that it's going to influence their grandparents, mm-hmm. kind of reverse, then I need to hang out in TikTok as mm-hmm. an example. Right. So it is audience just encompasses more than just mm-hmm. who they are, what their age or gender is. Mm-hmm encompasses those interests it encompasses what the role of this person is in the mm-hmm. buying process and where this person hangs out and who do they respect right that's true that's mm-hmm. the also very important influencers can be influenced mm-hmm. and so all of these pieces make a perfect audience and mm-hmm. once you have that perfect audience then your product your brand mm-hmm. is going to be more relevant to their lives right and they're they're going to be more uh, accepting of your message mm-hmm. right yeah because we all like it when we feel like somebody's talking to us mm-hmm. you know and 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 they know us right yeah. you know if somebody's talking to me even at say a networking event <clears throat> which we may never go to again. Oh, but you know, say they come up and they're they're pitching their product to me, and mm-hmm. it's something that I would never buy. You know, lakefront property, great example. Mm-hmm. Just not anything I'm I'm ever probably going to be interested in. If they give me one sentence about it and give me the opportunity to say, "Wow, that sounds really interesting," but then that's cool. But if they keep pitching at me then pretty soon I get annoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it comes yep. back to that thing before where I'm going to go back on to Facebook, to Twitter, to wherever and say, oh my gosh, avoid this person at all costs. Yeah, exactly. And brands are the same. Brands mm-hmm. have become per- people kind of in mm-hmm. online social mm-hmm. media. If somebody contacts a brand through Facebook, through mm-hmm. Instagram, through any social mm-hmm. media platform, they expect an answer. Right. And that's where advertising in social media can be a little bit scary because mm-hmm. anything that you are uh, placing an ad and mm-hmm. publishing an ad, you're opening the conversation. Right. And guess what? Sometimes you're going to hear things that you rather didn't, oh, yeah. you know, you didn't want to hear. Mm-hmm. But those are very useful conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because guess what? Those conversations are going to happen whether mm-hmm. you're in it or right. not. And you better be in it to be able to yeah. respond, you know, especially exactly. to the negative things. Um, you know, I was dealing with a review for one of my clients earlier mm-hmm. this week that was a negative review. Now, it was clear it was a former employee. She said she was a former employee. Um, so, so, of course, that made it a different type of response we could do. I mean, there's some legal ramifications, all sorts of things in there. But 
you know, your first instinct, anytime somebody says something negative is like, oh, I don't want to answer this. I'm going to hide. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I always tell my clients, no, 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 we have to address it. Even if it's just to say, we're sorry that happened to you. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so that's what we responded to this person. We said, we're terribly sorry that you did not have a good experience working for us. We would love to discuss it further. Here's who to contact yeah. and the phone number. Yes. Is she ever going to call? No. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, that's and but the reason we did that was because anybody else looking at it goes, oh, okay, they really yeah. did care. Yeah, exactly. And that you gave an opportunity mm-hmm. to that person to yeah. air their grievances mm-hmm. in private. Right. Um, we had a client last year um, that through paid media, we were able to actually build a community, a very supportive community. Wow. Mm-hmm. So whenever I met her, all the ads, she's like, how do I turn mm-hmm. off comments? I mm-hmm. keep deleting them mm-hmm. and hiding them. And I say, hold on. Why yeah. are you doing that? Why? Mm-hmm. Let's listen to them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, that there was the problem of their products were too expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this tells me that we're, that whoever was managing your account before was targeting the wrong people. Right. So mm-hmm. listen to them and then, okay, if price is an issue, obviously we shouldn't be in your mm-hmm. newsfeed. Mm-hmm. So slowly, and by slowly, I mean four months, because four months is slowly in this right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Slowly, we build a very supportive community where mm-hmm. anytime somebody had a grievance, mm-hmm. they will post it in our ads. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The very, very um, uh, loving community mm-hmm. would actually... Right. Oh, and that's exactly who you want to to defend because, of course, the business is going to say, but when all of these, and it doesn't matter in the slightest that you don't know those people, but when when they say, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know, this really is a good product. This is a good company. I had this experience. You're like, oh, okay. And again, maybe it doesn't sway that person, but it's somebody else who reads it. Yeah, exactly. And it was, uh, first of all, the the negative comments went down. Uh, mm-hmm. significantly right but there was always that one person that thought that the product was too expensive right so another member of the community will mm-hmm. say i know it looks expensive mm-hmm. but it's going to fit you right. right it is good quality last longer what, whatever mm-hmm. exactly and it's a very fashionable product mm-hmm. you're going to love it mm-hmm. so and in addition they offer this refund policy mm-hmm. so I loved seeing this. Mm-hmm. Right. Guess what? Your social media platform is mm-hmm. going to love seeing this mm-hmm. because right. it is interaction, it is engagement, mm-hmm. and people are having a positive experience mm-hmm. after that. Right. And just like you mentioned, um, it may not convince that one person because mm-hmm. some battles are not won in the internet. Right. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So you, you cannot convince that person, but somebody else reading all the comments. Mm-hmm will actually think twice about mm-hmm. it. And it's like, oh, yeah, they were, they were yeah. they're kind of expensive. Yeah, but well, I was more, more, but. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have more information mm-hmm. right now to make the appropriate decision. Mm-hmm. So don't fear comments. They may be painful at the very beginning because it's a new habit mm-hmm. to acquire, mm-hmm. to actually see comments that are negative and see how, how can we make it better. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we're all here to sell products that, that, People can use. Mm-hmm. So whenever you analyze that and we target the right people, mm-hmm. one, your negative comments will go down. And two, you may be surprised, uh, loyal fans, what they will right. do and say for mm-hmm. you. Oh, definitely. 
You know, one of the things that, that people are always telling me, and or, or I'll read, on, especially on Facebook, I get so bombarded with ads. I hate seeing mm-hmm. ads. Mm-hmm. You know, all these various things. And, you know, and, and sometimes they don't understand it's an ad. They're like, why did I get this? You know, and I'm like, okay, in tiny little print, it says sponsored. You know, that's, that's how you know mm-hmm. it's an ad. But it's also a little spooky because, you know, we're, we're in, say, Google, you know, or, or another search engine, and we've looked for something, and then we get Facebook ads. And of course, mm-hmm. there's computery reasons why there's, there's that there, but it's a little bit spooky. So how do you deal with people who are like, oh my God, this is big brother. What are you know, we, what's going on? Yeah, no. And I get that question as soon as somebody asks me, what do I do for a mm-hmm. living? And I explain, I have yeah. this agency that puts Your fault. Ads. It's you who does this. I, uh, <laughs> I am the least like person in the party. Uh, so, um, you know, retargeting, it's a very good way to follow up on that conversation. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're getting a lot of ads, but because you're using a platform that is meant to be free for you. Right. So guess what? Your currency right now uh, yeah. is your information. Mm-hmm. I tell people, yeah, you use Facebook for free, folks. There's, there is exactly. a price to do that. There is a price. And guess what? Facebook does it. Twitter does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, TikTok does it. Right. Every platform mm-hmm. that offers you something for free mm-hmm. is going to take something away from you. As an advertiser, I, I let people know that I do not see any personal information. Mm-hmm. I don't see you, Deb, right. bought this kind of product. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't know who you, Deb, mm-hmm. are. Right. I know a profile of you. Mm-hmm. So that makes people a little bit, um, a little bit calmer. Right. Sense of okay, mm-hmm. I I know you're not getting my social security number, mm-hmm. right. so that you didn't that get helps. my home address. Mm-hmm. No, no, and I really I can only retarget you if you have a certain kind of behavior mm-hmm. that I have pre-designed. Mm-hmm. I cannot just retarget you um, without any variables inserted mm-hmm. in my retargeting. So, right. um, and guess what? It may be helpful for you if oh, you definitely. Go, Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you go into the cart and you add a whole bunch of stuff that you mm-hmm. wanted to buy and then the doorbell rings mm-hmm. and then you have something happening and then something else happens and you forget, you forget. Mm-hmm. And then you close your computer, you leave and you forgot what you put mm-hmm. in your cart. Right. If that company actually has a good retargeting program, mm-hmm. they may actually retarget you with the products that mm-hmm. you, you have in your right. cart. That would be a great mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, Facebook has mm-hmm. something like that where mm-hmm. they put something in the cart, but they abandoned it. So we can retarget mm-hmm. them with the kind of products that now we know they truly like. Right. I'm not going to give you that red teapot mm-hmm. because you didn't put that right. in your cart. Right. But you put where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the blue pan. Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's send you more blue mm-hmm. pants or more pans or mm-hmm. whatever you put in, in mm-hmm. the cart. Right. And so it's for your benefit. And and I'll be honest, I cheat. I take advantage of that, you know, and because I know how the the system works. And so I'll go in and I'll search for whatever just once. Mm -hmm. And then I know I'm going to start seeing ads for it. Now, does it get annoying? Well, yeah, especially if I've bought whatever it is. Um, You know, it's one of the things like right now, masks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm in, in the, you know, one of the medical communities where I'm going to have to wear a mask for quite a long time. 
well, I don't want to wear those blue things that you throw away. These are now going to be part of my wardrobe. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'm shopping for masks that have a certain pattern on it or, you know, all these various things. And so, you know, I did, I you know put it in there. Now, of course, I'm getting bombarded because masks are kind of the, you know, one of the, the yeah. big hot button things. And then I'm wondering, okay, are these real companies? Are they legit? Well, they were legit enough to pay the bill for advertising, but, um, yeah. But but yeah, so it's, you know, I don't have to look for masks again. I just have to go into Facebook because they're going to start appearing, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and I could have even made it more. I could have looked for, say, fabric masks mm-hmm. and then that would show up, um, you know, and, and, and that's where the advertisers have targeted specific words that people mm-hmm. are looking for. That's in Google, in Google search, they do mm-hmm. uh, target special words and mm-hmm. that's fantastic because that's an intention base mm-hmm. i know you're looking for masks so mm-hmm. i will serve you ads with masks mm-hmm. in facebook it's more about you clicked on a website or right. you clicked on a page or mm-hmm. on a post mm-hmm. um, and then they will track that because mm-hmm. if the website has the facebook mm-hmm. pixel they know mm-hmm. to target you right. um, and then going back a little bit which is something that i get a question about every time is, well, I already purchased the coffee maker. Right. Why Make am I being stop. <laughs> That is bad retargeting. Mm-hmm. That is terrible retargeting. Mm-hmm. All you targeting, actually, whether it's the first time you talk to them, the mm-hmm. second, the third, the fourth, should always exclude somebody that already purchased from you. Right. Because that is annoying and it just mm-hmm. lowers the quality of your advertising mm-hmm. and you're spending money on somebody that already converted. Right. Unless I'm going to, my, every time I talk to clients, there's so many mm-hmm. caveats. Unless you are actually retargeting them, retargeting them to upsell them or to cross sell them. Right. You bought right. a shirt. Now, you know what will go now great here's with that shirt? Pants. The pants. Or shorts. We're or all shorts. zooming, right? Nobody wears exactly. pants anymore. <laughs> Or sleepers, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, if, if that's your goal, mm-hmm. then it will be a different ad. Mm-hmm. It will be somebody that bought shirts. Now we're going to send them mm-hmm. pants. But do not send them the neck, then right. this exact mm-hmm. same shirt as they bought. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. And Amazon is great at that. You know, oh, it will yeah. say people who bought pants also mm-hmm. bought shirts. Yes. And then they show you that. And, and, and you're thinking, oh, okay, well, let me look at that. Um, you know, and, and, and again, I do, I cheat on occasion and do that because I don't want to do the work to find those pants. So I'm just going to, you know, I'll, I'll put something in there that I know then is their bots are going to bring it up for me. Exactly. But see, you're already describing a behavior that needs retargeting. You're Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to put it there. I'm going to think about it. Mm -hmm. And then somebody needs to remind you, Hey, you were Mm -hmm. looking for pants, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, we have a sale now Mm -hmm. that is pins right get 10% off or mm-hmm. maybe, maybe mm-hmm. price is one of those barriers to entry mm-hmm. for you to actually continue the customer journey mm-hmm. maybe it is timing maybe going back to the snow tires I'm going to put the snow tires there mm-hmm. but I really don't need them right, right. now so mm-hmm. whenever there is a storm I could geotarget mm-hmm. everybody in Colorado mm-hmm. that sees the storm coming mm-hmm. and just say, you know what, you're going to need these snow tires. Yep. Oh, yeah. So things like that are uh, relevant to you. Mm-hmm. And we all have behaviors where mm-hmm. we need to be reminded and that are perfect for retargeting. And again, perfect retargeting is message that makes sense to mm-hmm. the person that is that is hearing it 
and the right timing mm-hmm. right. and the, the proper ad. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that make for good advertising, mm-hmm. that make sense. And for right. a good experience with the brand, even before I click on the website, mm-hmm. an ad is the first impression. You mm-hmm. just have one yep. impression to make. Just mm-hmm. make it right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, it, it needs to be, I mean, there's, you know, we could go into a, a class on advertising, but, you know, it, it needs to be understandable, maybe have a graphic, mm-hmm. I mean, all these things. But the cool thing is that digital advertising is inexpensive enough that you can mm-hmm. do multiple ads. You can do the old A-B testing, mm-hmm. um, and which is cool because then, you know, it's it's not like you've spent, $50,000 on a television commercial and you're going to, you know, change up what, what's in it. You know, most people cannot do that. And even the big companies, no. a lot of times they're not going to waste their money like that anymore, but you know, they could do an ad that's, you know, maybe it's back to the cars, you know, so one features a female who's driving mm-hmm. the car and the other features a male who's driving the car. Probably mm-hmm. one of the easiest things or, you know, different yep. color cars, different, you know, all those things. So then what do people click on more? And then, of course, it's the message, too. You know, what Definitely. did you say, um, you know, that, that really got somebody's attention? And that is what digital advertising is basically based on. Mm-hmm. It's just A-B testing. Right. Because, uh, wow, I remember whenever we used to do A-B testing in TV, mm-hmm. it was like, a month to change a tape to mm-hmm. tell the station we had to change the tape. Oh, yeah. How did it work? And randomly send tapes mm-hmm. and oh, airing that tape. Mm-hmm. And it was BHS tapes. Now I'm, I'm totally dating myself. Um, some people listening to this, I'm like, what are VHS? What's tapes? a V? I know. Wow. Just, just go with it. Mm-hmm. So it took a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now within three days, I can totally tell you, even mm-hmm. less, depending on the spend. Yep. I tell you oh i know what's working and right. actually the algorithms are helping mm-hmm. by doing through a b testing meaning mm-hmm. one person only will see one ad and one mm-hmm. person and another person will only see your other ad mm-hmm. so you can actually really test right if it's working or not because mm-hmm. the problem with putting ads and not specifying that it is an a b testing mm-hmm. is that platforms like facebook will start um delivering the ad that performs better at the very mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. and then your test is just muddied and right. it doesn't mean that the ad itself is performing mm-hmm. well from the beginning maybe they saw one ad first and the mm-hmm. second ad is the one that converts them right oh yeah the the old we need to see it you know however many times exactly actually make the purchase exactly so it gets really really metal Mm -hmm. if if you do not specify that it's an a b testing for Mm -hmm. the platform to actually truly help you do it and that's where people that do not understand facebook very well they start advertising and they can actually do more damage than right oh yeah yeah Yeah, i mean the worst thing is if people actually go there and want to buy Mm -hmm. and you're not ready for that um, yeah. you know, and, and it doesn't matter if it's a Facebook ad or, or whatever. Um, I had a client one time who was an author and she wrote this great book, wonderful book. And, you know, she said, I want to be on Oprah. Oh, and she okay. wanted to go from, I've written this book to, I want to be on Oprah. There was no in between, which, you know, okay, we had to start having that conversation. But I said, yeah, okay. So say you get on Oprah's, this was back when, well, when Oprah was on TV and she did her book of the month thing. And, you know, and, and I said, 
you know, I hadn't researched it, but my guess was when Oprah said buy X book, 30,000 of those or whatever went right then. I said, mm-hmm. do you have the ability to fulfill that? Well, of course she didn't, and, you know, and, and I said, then, then we need to rethink this. Um, you know, if you're sending people to buy the blue car and you don't have any blue cars, most people are not going to go, oh, okay, well, a red one will do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That it's, it's not, especially when you're doing a digital online pur- mm-hmm. purchase, mm-hmm. then um, you're way more picky because guess what? There is a thousand other products that are mm-hmm. very similar to yours right. that will meet their needs just mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. or right. maybe even less, less pricing. Mm-hmm. And you have to bear that in mind mm-hmm. whenever you're making a promise in an ad that you can actually fulfill mm-hmm. it because there's nothing more frustrating than clicking on an ad and finding something totally different oh, yeah. or just not finding it. Right. I, I, back to masks. I mentioned to you before we started the program, I'm a big University of Colorado person. Their website, so their, their university website pops up, you know, and with mask ads. We're now in stock. <laughs> Yay! I click on, I buy, I get... Now, this is two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I, and it said, available now. That's the key word. Mm-hmm. I bought it and I got... Your shipping date is July 20th. Ooh, yes. And I want the masks. I will wait for the masks. It's, you know, but, but that just annoyed me to no end that their, their online said available now. And then when, and, and it didn't tell me I couldn't get it until July 20th till after I'd bought it. So that whole process was, you know, obviously made me not a happy camper. Would I post about it online and complain? No, probably not. Um, But you know, I might, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, if it was a more expensive item or more importantly, if I needed it right away. Yeah. You know, if there was something that I needed that for and didn't have it, then I'm really going to be annoyed. Um, so that comes back to the, the whole process. I mean, you know, can you fulfill that order when you say you're going to? Yes. And that, so that brings me to, to another part of advertising mm-hmm. and is the experience in the website. So mm-hmm. I teach uh, Google Analytics because um, mm-hmm. my, uh, I believe that we need to follow up on the leads that we send mm-hmm. clients and see how they, they behave mm-hmm. in their website. So we will get into your Google mm-hmm. Analytics and analyze that. Mm-hmm. We don't, Spring Hill Digital doesn't only just, here it is, impressions and right. clicks and what happens afterwards is not mm-hmm. my problem. We actually, because these are small and medium companies, mm-hmm. we actually get in the data with you and see how we can effectively mm-hmm. bring better leads. So I get into Google Analytics sometimes and find out that the person is getting lost. Mm-hmm. It's getting lost in your website. Right. It's clicking here, there, yeah. there, there. You, went, you send them to the homepage with no direction to the product or whatever it was. Exactly. So that is a problem. We have to take them in the shortest path to the mm-hmm. goal that we want them mm-hmm. to do. If it's just brand awareness, mm-hmm. you can bring mm-hmm. them to your homepage. Right. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Now, if I want them to buy the strawberry ice cream, mm-hmm. then why would I take them to the homepage and let them find right. their way to the mm-hmm. strawberry ice cream? Let's take them directly to the strawberry ice cream. It's called a landing page, people. <laughs> now, I hopefully know. they're going to want to buy more. And so that's where you say, what goes well with strawberry ice cream? <laughs> you know, the syrup that we have mm-hmm. here or, yep. you know, whipped cream. And we mm-hmm. also sell that. Mm-hmm. So, but 
people don't understand that, that if you just take them to a random place, mm -hmm. the, the audience is going to get lost. Mm -hmm. And you spend a lot of money to bring mm -hmm. that lead in and nothing came out of mm -hmm. it. So if you want them to explore your website mm -hmm. after they buy the mm -hmm. strawberry ice cream, then go ahead and send them to, a, to another path. Right. And it's like, okay, you bought a strawberry ice cream. Mm -hmm. You know what? Maybe next time you want to buy our mint ice cream. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? Are you dairy-free? Here are our mm -hmm. other options for dairy-free. Right. And here's a coupon. Mm -hmm. Next time you come, just use the coupon. Mm -hmm. There is many ways to make that trip that they're taking with you mm -hmm. in your website a very enjoyable one. Right. So yeah. online Online shopping shouldn't be attached. Right. It should be a, right. a very yeah, nice and because as you level. mentioned, there's a thousand other products out there. So the second yeah. you make it difficult, I'm gone. Yeah. Um. You know, and 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 let's be honest. You know, for for the you know the small business owners, the entrepreneurs who who yeah. are they're you know they're the only person in their business. They're doing their advertising. They're doing their website. All of those various things. This is not complicated. I mean, you know, you might have to practice at it and figure out how to do a landing page and, um, you know, some things like that because you don't want everybody who goes to your website to get strawberry ice cream. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a complicated process. And once you've kind of gone through it several times, it will become second nature to you. It will. It will. Uh, what we believe is that um, a smaller business and you start a business because you have something that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. You like making bread. You like making clothing or mm -hmm. selling clothing. So what we believe is that digital marketing shouldn't be a task that you have to learn. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's a, right. it's a steep hill to mm -hmm. learn everything. Mm -hmm. So that's where we come in and we help them right. set the plan. Mm -hmm. I just have a client, a new client that we're just setting up the audience uh, because they have run ads with a, a previous mm -hmm. person that just kind of like us 20 to 60 and i'm like what that's that's Whoa. not gonna get you anywhere no. so let's let's start with your audience mm -hmm. and then put the ads and then mm -hmm. it just let's take it one step at a time mm -hmm. and whenever you do it properly then the results are way more meaningful right. Right. And you can duplicate them. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. If you yeah, yeah. oh, this worked. Let's do this exactly. again. Uh oh, this, you know, how do we need to tweak this? Exactly. So it's, it's effective mm -hmm. if you design it well, uh, because no matter the result, whether it's good or bad, mm -hmm. you can always modify it. Mm -hmm. But if you do not know what variables went right. in, mm -hmm. then you, can, you cannot do anything about mm -hmm. it. You can only just hope right. that it's going to go right mm -hmm. and you know, you're going to waste a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So how do you figure out if the campaign is working aside from, oh, people bought it? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so it depends on the objective of the campaign. Okay. What did we want to do? Did we want to increase brand awareness? Brand awareness is where we want to be in everybody's mouth. We want okay. them to recognize us in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. So whenever we look at that, then I actually look at different metrics than mm -hmm. if I want them to actually purchase the okay. item in my website. So brand awareness is an example. I look at, um, yeah, impressions and how many people have seen it, how many people I reach, but also uh, how many people saved my post mm -hmm. or my ad, mm -hmm. how many people shared it. Sharing mm -hmm. an ad in your own newsfeed is the biggest compliment that a brand could wow. get. Mm -hmm. 
right? Because I actually like these posts so much mm -hmm. that I'm going to make it part of my feed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I know I'm going to influence other people. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my reputation on the line by exactly. saying this is a great blue car. <laughs> exactly. So actually, I love looking at how many posts, how many mm -hmm. ads that I po posted mm -hmm. were shared. Mm -hmm. But also when people are engaging, are mm -hmm. they actually commenting? Are they liking mm -hmm. it? Any interaction that happens within the ad, I want to know about it. Mm -hmm. And that's what gives me the quality brand awareness. Because mm -hmm. I can send a million impressions with very little budget but mm -hmm. are they the right impressions right if people are not interacting with yeah. your ad yeah did it have a cute kitten that people went oh cute kitten exactly. but you, you have nothing to do with cute kittens well then you know exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. so that would be brand awareness as an mm -hmm. example and then if i just want to introduce my new website or i mm -hmm. want people to click on it and arrive someplace mm -hmm. then i am going to look for traffic and i'm going to tell okay. I'm going to tell Facebook mm -hmm. to drive people to my website mm -hmm. and optimize for the ones that are actually arriving. Mm -hmm. And one little tip here, if you're doing this on your own, do not optimize for link clicks. That's just people that click on your link. Mm. Doesn't mean that they arrive to your page. Right. So that's for many reasons. Mm -hmm. It can be extremely different. Mm -hmm. So optimize for landing page. And then once they arrive to the landing page, the next step will be optimizing for conversions, mm -hmm. which right. could be right. getting their email address mm -hmm. or it could be making a sale. Mm -hmm. It's up to the company. Right. So, you know, it was a more complicated answer than you probably no, <laughs> no, it, Because it is a complicated thing. And, and so, mm -hmm. you know, say you've run a Facebook ad, you're going to get their, their stats. But then you also have to know what's going on on your website. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and so you've got to be able to, to run analytics there to know, okay, well, we sent them to the landing page. How long did they stay on the landing page? Long enough to read it? Or did they go, ugh, we didn't want that? Um, you know, and then did they click through to buy? Did they do whatever the steps were? And so that's going to come from, from the analytics on your website. Exactly. Analytics on your website is there to help you. So mm -hmm. even if you don't like numbers, I recommend you go in and right. play with your Google Analytics, which is the free tool, mm -hmm. and just analyze what people are doing and how they mm -hmm. are reacting to your ad. Whenever you do that, mm -hmm. let me give you just one more tip. Bounce rate is at the most misunderstood metric right. in there, which means people come in and don't do anything and then mm -hmm. come out. But mm -hmm. did you ask them to do something? Right. Yeah. Did you say buy this or read this or do that? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so yeah, those things mm -hmm. are what's going to make your ad better mm -hmm. next time and improve the experience right. of the audience. Mm -hmm. And that first impression mm -hmm. will be much better whenever you mm -hmm. look at the entire picture and not just let's put an ad, see what happens. Right. You know, and the, one of the things that you need to have done is you need a baseline. You know, mm -hmm. so you need to know, okay, well, Yep. You know, 10 people go to my website every day and here's what happens. Um, because if you run the ad and then look, well, you have nothing to compare it to. Um, no. You know, so did you make it better? Did you make it worse? Oi. Um, you know, and, and uh, yeah, that's, that's bad. You know, did you, did you annoy people with whatever? Um, you know, and, and one of the things I always tell people is the ad needs to match the website. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen people who've used different 
logos, different branding, different. And so then when you go to the website, you're like, I went to the wrong place. I think it happened yesterday. I clicked through and went to, uh, and it was the right site. I mean, I knew I was in the right place, but it was branded so differently. I really thought I was in the wrong place. Exactly, exactly. That is something also to be considered. If you have an ad that performed well uh, two years ago mm-hmm. and uh, it has different branding than today, mm-hmm. please don't air it. I know right. it worked yeah, really just well. Just because you got a thousand sales off of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you are going to have to redo it mm-hmm. because you need those visual cues mm-hmm. for your audience to, mm-hmm. to trust you. Mm-hmm. And different logos, different feelings, different... Mm-hmm tone of voice mm-hmm. is going to confuse audiences mm-hmm. right. and trust is the is the only thing mm-hmm. you have in digital mm-hmm. advertising trust transparency um are the things that people are that audiences are going to mm-hmm. look in your brand like you right. were mentioning the mask uh, yeah. example available now but not really but not really <laughs> next time that you mm-hmm. see that ad you're going to be like don't yeah mm-hmm. i'm not clicking on it even yeah. if i need masks mm-hmm. i am not going to yeah. click on it yeah yeah, and so, so I won't use that vendor again. And more importantly, it might be for anything. I'm not going to buy mm-hmm. anything from them. May, it could be, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, yeah. so be aware. Not good, not good. Well, Naira, this is, is great. We've only got just a, a couple minutes left. And, and I think one of the things is probably people are going, okay, we probably should do this, but it sounds really complicated. So that's where they would contact you. Um, So tell us a little bit more about how you work with companies to have successful campaigns. So we look at um, what are they doing now, talking Mm -hmm. about that baseline. We help them develop that audience and Mm -hmm. test it. Um, We help with the creative as well. We have an Mm -hmm. amazing creative director. And um, we just place the media. We optimize it and then we get your results. And if those results are not what you were expecting, we explain the results, which is something that a lot of people don't do. Mm -hmm. So we hold your hand through the entire process because Mm -hmm. I know what it is to be confused by Mm -hmm. something completely new. And I've seen a lot of clients struggle with with this process because they've Mm -hmm. tried it in their own. So we'll help you look at the right way to Mm -hmm. optimize your ads. And set up those objectives. So I right. want my objective and everybody here in Spring Hill Digital, our objective is for you to succeed. Mm-hmm. And so whenever a client contacts us, a new business person contacts us, we will evaluate mm-hmm. if, that, if we are the right agency for mm-hmm. you. But also what the process is of going through advertising mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you. And do you have the resources? Going back to your example of the book, if you don't have the capability to produce 30,000 copies in one sitting mm-hmm. and maybe digital advertising is not for you. Right. So um, those are hard conversations to have, mm-hmm. but I think they help mm-hmm. uh, both us and mm-hmm. the client to right. set the right expectations. So mm-hmm. go to my website, mm-hmm. springhilldigital.com. We actually have a free planning guide. If I have you- it. I have it. You have it. <laughs> It, so it's great. It, it was, it's short. It's short, folks. It's three pages, just three pages, and it's big words. Um, we made it big, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it, it explains, okay, you know, you need to think about your budget, where, how long, you know, do you have a landing page? How are you going to track it? That's page one. 
See, it's easy, easy. Um, the the whole financial process, because that gets a little weird depending on what platform you're on. You know, are you bidding, click rates, all of those things, which is mm-hmm. why in many cases it just helps to hire somebody to help with this. Um, and then figuring out again who your audience is. I mean, you know, there's there's no point in putting an ad for people who are 60 and over on, say, TikTok. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just not going to happen. Now, we'll, you know, then it's funny. I always love that because I'll say that and I'll have somebody who says, well, I'm 65 and I'm on TikTok. Okay. And good for you. That's great. You know, and, and you'll also have somebody who's 16 who says Facebook is the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Those are anomalies. <laughs> <laughs> and and yep. those platforms, because they want your money and they want your repeat money. That's the important mm-hmm. thing. They give you all the demographics. They give you help. I mean, you know, they don't want they don't want you to say, "Oh my gosh, don't don't use don't advertise on them again." Um, so they're going to be helpful too. Um, yeah. you know, so figure out your your audience, and then again, you know, your your checklist talks about the creative, the ad, you know. Um, Oh, oh my God. You know, one of the things that you talk about in here is pictures, depending on what it is, you know, maybe it's your product, you need your, your own picture, but you know, obviously it depends on what it is. I say this every time I talk about marketing and advertising, you have to have the rights to that picture folks, Mm -hmm. just doing a right click on, you know, you go to images.com or images.google.com, right? And you've, Oh, this is a pretty picture of a starry night. You don't get to use that just because you found it there. (laughs) Make sure you have, and and especially if you're running an ad, because you can get in really serious trouble. Um, You know, you need to make sure that you have the the rights to use that picture. And in a lot of cases, it means using your own. Then you know you've got it. I mean, you know, then you don't have to worry about it. But, um, you know, and, and then can't talk about it enough. Call to action. What do you want them to do? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so, and this is all again on what's the website? Springhilldigital.com. Um, and, you know, and, and so this is great information. But, you know, if people, you know, then, then probably the next question is, oh my gosh, this is too expensive. And obviously it's a scale. It varies. But, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to charge a million dollars. No, no, because we, ta- we, we have small and medium agents, uh, companies, mm-hmm. so uh, we know that price is, is, is an issue. So mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, we do not charge per percentage of media spend. We mm-hmm. charge for our work. So nice. as many campaigns as you run, mm-hmm. then you pay mm-hmm. more. If you only have one campaign, you only pay for one. That way, when I tell you, mm-hmm. you, ha- you need to increase your budget mm-hmm. in media, then you know it's not because I want more money. Right. It's because right. you truly need it. Oh, I so, like that. Yeah, so we, we only charge per campaign, per platform. Mm-hmm. And the, all that pricing is actually in the website. So I'm super transparent about it. Perfect. You can always just hire us to consult. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, what am I doing wrong? Right, right. We come in and just talk to you about it. And then you just pay for the time that you need. Perfect. I love it. Well, this really has been great. Um, you know, and, and, and it's fun because so many people I think have misperceptions about what digital advertising is. You know, I mentioned the fact that people think Ugh, it's intrusive. It's, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day and I said, you know, there's that meme that goes around on Facebook every once in a while that says, you know, I was talking to my husband about our lack of privacy. He laughed. I laughed. Alexa laughed. Um, you know, and, and, but right, it seems like that sometimes. And and I mean, there are people yeah. who swear that happens. You know, yeah. And, 
I don't there, know. That's the reason I don't have those automated assistants in my house. Yeah. yeah, every once in a while, my computer goes, oh, hey, you were talking to me. No, I'm not talking to you. Stop that. Go away. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it is something that is, is really, I mean, it's, it's no different than television advertising, newspaper advertising. It's just a different platform that we're doing this on. And, you know, and, and so as the, the business doing it, you want to get the biggest bang for your buck mm-hmm. and, and, and get, you know, the, the best return on your investment is maybe the better way I need to say that. Yeah, it is very true. Return on investment should be your goal. Yep. At the end of the day, that's what you want. You mm-hmm. need to advertising to sustain mm-hmm. your company. Mm-hmm. And as much as you want to solve problems, mm-hmm. you need to, that return on investment to be able right. to support your business. Mm-hmm. So totally understandable. Perfect. Well, Naira, again, tell people how they find you and connect with you. So you can find me at springhilldigital.com. That's springhilldigital.com. And uh, if you send us a message through the website, actually it comes directly to me. So perfect. You can, you can contact me there. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? Yeah. Try it on your own. It's, it's very easy to try it on your own. But know that there is a lot of twists and turns in the platform. So if you feel overwhelmed, ask for help. That's the right time. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having a just fascinating discussion with Naira Perez. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.